Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ike Live. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful Sunday night. I know we are. Uh, Pete, what you doing over there? You looking at Eagle score? <laughs> no, they're not up yet. I'm oh, just, okay. I'm just looking at my notes uh, to that I want to talk to our great guest about. Okay. Well, there just you have it. Doing a little review. Okay. And without further ado, uh, I'm stoked. Um, Pete, we always talk about having guests in via Skype or phone is cool. Mm-hmm. But having guests in studio is the best. Is the best. It's awesome, and we've had this guy in several times before in studio. It's always wonderful to have him back. Are, so we, are we are we starting to have more in studio guests now because we can never get the Skype feed to work? It might be. It's always <laughs> something to do with technical difficulties here. Like, <laughs> like, like our last so. commercial break with no sound. A commercial break with no sound. That's all right. People can read lips. It's okay. It's all going to work. Uh, and we've got. Two guests tonight, Pete, not one. Outstanding. I'm very excited. Joining us on the casting couch tonight, sitting to my left, Felicia Walker joins us. Hi. Hi. Hunter's better half. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Hunter Shyrock is joining us tonight. Yeah. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good to be here. It's been, uh, we got here, what, Thursday? No, yeah. Friday. 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 You got here Friday. We've been here since Friday. Yes. And you did drive in. Short drive. Short drive. Seven hours. Yeah. Very short. Yeah. We had this debate in the truck uh, going up yesterday. So you guys, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, had to share the truck with Brian and I going up to (laughs) Round Valley. (laughs) But we talked about, you guys are from Ohio, and Ohio is kind of a weird place because where does it fit? Like, is it Midwest? Pop. Yeah. Is it soda or it's pop? It's pop. <laughs> I don't consider Ohio No Midwest. can says pop yeah. on it. That's yeah. a soda. That yeah. is true. I don't know where we get it from, but... And what what we'll was the comment back. Brian had in the truck about... Oh, you guys weren't even in the you guys weren't even in the Revolutionary War or weren't even in the war. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know what he was getting at with that. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. exactly. He was discounting the entire state of Ohio in the history of the United I don't States. Any great battles or or uh, or? Generals. He said he didn't. Yeah, he didn't remember us there. I so don't obviously that. Brian was there. I right. didn't, I didn't recall see you there, bro. That Ohio. Yeah. Ohio wasn't there. <laughs> He's just saying Ohio sucks, basically. Nah. <laughs> Ohio is its own. It's not at all like the France of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other comment. Yeah. That was the other comment. Yeah. yeah. We do have Lake Erie. We do have that. Besides that, we don't have a lot of places to fit. Well, you have so to. It's kind of like, it is kind of resemblance to Jersey. Jersey does have places to fish, but it's not like a destination place. Right. Mm-hmm. So it falls. You know, it's it, a lot like. Believe it or not, I believe Ohio is a lot like New Jersey from yeah. a lot of respects. It really is. Yeah. Like South Jersey farmland, you guys, a lot mm-hmm. of farmland. Yep. A lot of you, Amish. A lot of Amish. We've a lot got, of eight, nine, ten pound mini bags. Yep. Here in here in, in the Jer- tournament. Yes. Here in Jersey, we have the Amish Mafia, which is very similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you say Jersey? Yeah. It's Pennsylvania. No, in Jersey we have the Amish Mafia. I think that stretches all the way. There's Mennonites the right down the street, yeah. right? It's Pennsylvania. No, there's Mennonites right here. It's Ohio too. Mennonites or Amish? Mennonites. 
They drive cars, so they're men. Well, we have the Amish Mafia, though. <laughs> That's Pennsylvania. All right, whatever. What else you got? <laughs> I have a... Uh, I have a gift for you, Bri. Oh, yeah? In the back. This is a good time. Let me get it. Pete, continue the interview. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll let him get like the gift. But yeah. Ohio, Ohio is Does neat because, yeah. uh, I, I mean, you got Lake Erie, man. It's like one of the greatest fisheries on the planet. And I didn't even get to go fishing there this year. Wow. That's miserable, isn't it? It is. It's pretty miserable. And, and that's the thing about Lake Erie is it is so great, but also it will you have to pick when you go. Uh, right. Obviously, Massive with the weather, wind. yes, it's it's not a every day you get the, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a long time for it to warm up in the spring, mm-hmm. and it gets cold quick in the fall. Right. So, and then obviously the wind, and I just got to the place where, <laughs> you know, my boat, my back, just we get tired <laughs> of breaking stuff. So to go up there, you know, it's usually like last minute. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. The wind, the the marker buoy out or the buoys out there, are, you know, four miles an hour. And it's midnight. We can get up there by 6 a.m. And it's still going to be, you know, blowing 4 or 5 out of the south. We're going. But if you try to plan it three days ahead, no chance. No deal. It never works. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's up? And Sandusky used to be awesome. Like, yeah. the smallmouth used to come in there and right. they don't anymore. Yeah, see, I never fished a lot in Sandusky itself to really see that happening. I know that, like you said, it used to happen a lot. Mm-hmm. It probably still does to an extent, but, um, yeah, it just changes a lot. That whole, uh, b- between St. Clair to Erie, all those fisheries yeah. change so much from year to year, as we've seen this year oh, on yeah, the yeah. elites. <laughs> yeah, big time. They're constantly roaming. Uh, for everybody watching tonight, uh, Hunter, we, we've talked to you before about, and, and I, I want you to, repeat it for listeners and viewers that are first time or didn't get to hear your story before but you're semi new to the sport of fishing the sport of professional fishing you're semi new to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that because that's interesting because we tend to think about guys that come up through the ranks that have fished with the been fishing since they were kids fishing since they were kid with the intent mm-hmm. to turn pro right they mm-hmm. Join a high school team, a college team. Their goal was always to fish professionally. Right. But your background's a little different. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I mean, really, I didn't. I grew up fishing, knowing how to fish, but it wasn't like our fam. The only person in, our, in my family was Fletcher that passionately fished, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen the video. It's Fletcher awesome video. Fishing, yeah, yeah. He's nine, ten years old, and he had his own fishing show. But he was the the driving factor of wanting to fish. I wasn't. I would go fishing a couple times a year, knew how to cast, those types of things, but never was that my goal to be, you know, a professional bass angler. Yeah. And then uh, 2011, Fletcher won a bass open at Lake Norman and also qualified for the Elites that same year and fished the Elite Series that in 2012 along yeah. with the Classic. I went to the Classic which had no, I knew the classic was a big deal, but really didn't know much about it. And we went to Shreveport and watched that whole thing, and that was really cool to me. And obviously, my brother's a part of it. And then I'm like, you know, I'm gonna start fishing. So yeah. I started fit, like seriously going after tournament fishing in 2012. Bought my first boat, real boat that year after running a John boat for six or eight months, and then got got my first boat. And then from then on. Uh, 
my brother talked me into fishing the Opens the very next year, which I had no business fishing them <laughs> because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people get, you know, at or ask me, you know, what's the best way to come into it? And, you know, I don't know if that's the best way to do it, but if I think if you're financially, you know, able to at that level to try to yeah. get in the highest tournament that you can, at least maybe one, so then you, you, you know, taste it. So, obviously, I got my butt kicked very early on and, um, you know, took it as each thing was a learning curve to get to where I'm at today. Right. You know, that's what I wanted, to, you know, to keep learning. Each le- I wouldn't be where I am now if I wasn't fishing those opens at an early stage. Right. Because I think no matter what, you go through a learning curve. Think, you know, you know fishing like guys like yourself and Pete, the competition's stiffer. Um, so, yeah really 2013 till now right um fish fish the open yeah mainly. So, and, and so, go ahead Pete. i'm sorry so yeah. what what were you doing prior to this moment i mean were you on a different career path or <laughs> what were, would you have going on i i mean before before i uh took on fishing i, w- I raced professional motocross kind of like what you're talking about the kids you know mm-hmm. growing up that's what i wanted to be i wanted to be a professional motocross racer mm-hmm. uh i wanted to be the ricky carmichael james stewart ricky Mc, or ricky mcgrath yeah that's a larry legend moment jeremy <laughs> mcgrath so that's that's what i wanted to be though and i raced professionally from the time that i turned 18 till i was 21 and uh you know the what the nature of the sport is you get hurt a lot and you know financially it, it just wasn't there at the time i didn't have a factory ride and so i I opted to, you know, settle and just quit racing altogether to basically get a job and start working because at mm-hmm. that point I'm 21 years old. I don't, ha- I didn't have a school back, you know, I didn't go to school, uh, and I didn't have a job because my dad, my family supported me in racing up to that point, and I was like, you know, it's time to to grow up basically. So that's what I did. I went out and got a job, and then the rest is history. I I needed that competitive edge again. Yeah. And I found fishing. Yeah. And that's basically. Yeah, we hear that a lot, Pete, with, with, uh, you know, we've had uh, uh, bull riders. We've had, uh, you, you know, athletes from other sports where they get injured. And then fishing kicks in because it fills that competitive void. I, I think yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, and you got the two types of people, right? You got the those that don't like the tournament scene. Mm-hmm. And those kind of guys, I guess, kind of like me or, and you, or, like, I was an athlete all through high school, and once I found out that you could compete in fishing, I was, like, blown away. Yeah. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I can, you know, I have that competitiveness, yeah. and now I can marry it with fishing. Yeah. And uh, and you certainly have that, too, but you just came at it from a different way. Right. You know? But yeah. so were you, were, just ta- were you taking odd jobs or just whatever you could do to get? Yeah, basically, when I quit racing, I started up, uh, you know, like an auto core recycling business. Um <laughs> And I had a, a run of shops, and I would drive four or five hundred miles, uh, two or three days a week, uh, collecting car cores that were recyclable, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, salvage yards, junkyards, you name it. And that's what I did uh, for years. Was driving. that your Was that your business, or that did... was Yeah, that was my business. Uh, so you're like an entrepreneur <laughs> from the start. I don't know if it was like you know an entrepreneur, <laughs> but I definitely you know the 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 hustle. You know, I didn't have a boss, so that was yeah. all me going out. You mm-hmm. know, whether you wanted you know to earn money yeah. or not, that was up to you. It wasn't someone you know had to go punch a clock in or or whatnot. So that was um, you know a determining factor. But it also freed me up to go fishing 
yeah. uh, to have my own schedule. And now, not only do I, you know, want to work and obviously make money, make a living, but I also have this passion that I want to devote so much money to. Yeah. So it allowed me to save up enough money to go spend all on fishing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then pick and choose when, you know, I could go. And it really helped, uh, you know, for me once I started fishing the opens because yeah. that was all of me backing that, you know, the tur- tournament expenses was, you know, all from from working and, and whatnot. So it drove right. me in the off season and stuff to yeah. save up enough money. Absolutely. Sure. I, I'm interested, Felicia, how did you guys meet? Talk a little <laughs> bit about this because this has got to be interesting to you to, yeah. you know, see this sport. Like for most people, did you know about fishing? Did you no. know about tournament fishing? No. All I thought fishing was was going to the lake with your grandpa and right. drinking sweet the, tea, right. a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't know anything stereotype. about the sport right. at all. So it was really interesting. I mean, I had no clue he did any of that. So uh, it was a blind date, basically. I mean, a mutual friend hooked us up and uh, we exchanged numbers and he had texted me, didn't call me, texted me. Hey, do you want to go get some dinner? Millennial. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, is he asked me on a Saturday night, and kid you not, it was during the summer, but I had a a girls' Bible study we were doing in the summer. Yeah. And so I told him, like, I was going to Bible study, and I wasn't going on this date. He, to this day, thinks that I was lying. Yeah, probably should have tried to blow me off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Sorry, I had Bible study. Um, So we went out that Sunday, and the rest is history, I guess, is just... We hit it off right away. I mean, wow. Yeah. What, Unfortunately for her. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I, I mean, I, I, what did you think when, when Hunter said, you know, look, this is kind of my dream. This is my passion. This is what I'm shooting for. Yeah. Uh, give me an honest <laughs> this is like Remember, this is like live. You cannot lie uh, on I, I this show. Lie. Uh, I should have went to that Bible study class. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honestly... I'm a dreamer myself, so when he told me about what he was trying to accomplish and yeah. pursue, like I was all about it. I didn't know what it was, right. but I knew that his passion from right away. Like I knew that he had it in him because he's a go-getter, and that's one of the things that I was attracted to about him is that yeah. he gets stuff done. He's hard worker, and when he sets his mind to something, he he does it with everything he has. Yeah. So wow. I was I was just excited. Really promote me right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell her none of this. I swear. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's your biggest sponsor right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for real. Definitely uh, biggest supporter for sure. She puts up with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I I do want to put you on the spot though, and uh, I'm going to tell you that when we're going to get into the elites in a second, but you're a little bit different than um, than most aspiring pros. From the business standpoint, that you really have grown this film thing, right? Four nine six films. Um, I, I, I've been following you for a while, more from your films than your fishing, and 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 I say that in a positive way. Tell tell me a little bit about that. I mean that that to a lot of people is interesting yep. because you're as successful with your filmmaking as you are with your fishing. Yeah. How did you get into this whole thing? With, Probably with, more successful with the filming than the fishing. I wish I could. I wish I could fish as good as. What I think you're good. I at think both. I can film. You're good at both. But <laughs> how, how did this whole film um, thing start? Really, it was. I had. I have no background in filming whatsoever. I um, really 
uh, I had Brandon Polinick was at my brother's house back, I don't know what year, and we had went to Lake Erie, and he had GoPros at the time, which were new, and he filmed and made a video, and I just thought that was cool. Yeah. And obviously there was some other fishing content that was happening, and obviously I was just getting into fishing. I'm like, I can do this. I, I'd like to do it. And even then it wasn't like a big deal to have fishing videos. Like it's still like social media-wise wasn't really starting to take off yet. Yeah. And I bought a computer. I bought some one camera, and I just started, you know, looking up how to do this stuff on my own. And then everything started to evolve from there, I, you know, just like with anything, we you do something, the next one you want to do better. And that's the way right. the videos were. And it wasn't anything that I took as far as, like, a career standpoint or this is going to make my fishing better. I just did it because I like, like the concept. Yeah. You know? And I had I had friends uh, that I uh, knew that did videos in California. And um, I just always thought it was cool. And then it, now it's changed into this, you know, monster and... Like you got fishing over here and filming over here. It's a t- it's a two headed monster for it real. is. Yeah, so right. uh, and obviously they each uh, you know pull in in directions, uh, but to move around with everything, it's just one of those things that just basically plopped into my lap. Yeah, I guess at the right time because you look now, it's such a major part of my fishing career. Like to put me Big. to where I'm at right now, yeah. uh, a lot of people wouldn't know who I am if it wasn't for the videos. So. Uh, I don't just lucky, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think there's more than luck there, man. It's, I, I I can tell you, Pete, just watching Felicia and Hunter work yesterday, it's impressive. You know what I mean? Takes it takes skills to be able to do that. I couldn't do it. Well, I can tell you that right I, now. I was impressed by a couple of things because uh, Felicia, you worked with them, and you, you told me earlier that you've been working and doing some of the filming for about a year, mm-hmm. and um. It was cold. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold. It was. Yeah, and you guys, and they got up at 3.30 in the morning, and we didn't mackerel. have them home until 7.30, 8.30, and then by the time we got back from dinner, it was 10.30. It's a long day. That is, that's a long day to be holding the camera, and, and but this has got to be something. Like, I'm sitting watching you film, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if I was... How could you not fish? How could you not like be dying? Like this is nobody's caught a fish for like three hours. I gotta make a cast. Does that right. get to you? Like hey, having to do that? I don't know. I I'm pretty good at being able to flip a switch. Okay. At turning on, turning off. Like, and it's the it's it's when I'm filming. I'm filming whether we're filming together. You know, I I've thrown her a camera a couple years ago, and she's learned just like I learned, and she's such a major part of helping me now. It's it's crazy. I don't I don't know how she does it. Uh, basically, <laughs> learned along with me. But when we're together and we're working on a film, we're filming. But mm-hmm. when I want to go to the lake and fish, I I go to the lake and fish. And at times I'll turn the, my phone off, you know, or turn the the volume off and put it in the rod locker, and I go fishing because I want to fish and I don't want to be distracted. Yeah. I don't want to be, you know. So it's really, you know, just kind of I I don't know why I'm that way. But when I sit down, this I want to do that, you know, and and that alone. So. I think that's the, the toughest part with a lot of people when you are filming and fishing that the cameraman usually does want to pick up the rod or, I know, or I have do. some input. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but obviously a bigger bigger job at stake to, to capture the moment, and I know how crucial that is, and I like capturing that moment. I like getting the the angles and you know the content, and I like 
I like that aspect of it just yeah. as much as fishing, I guess. Yeah. So. I, I tell you, I'm impressed because I work with a lot of guys over the years that want to fish, you know, and you could see it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, dude, that impresses me. <laughs> Seriously, like, a couple times we've had good shoots over the years where we were done, and I had to force you to fish. That's how, I'm serious. I'm like, dude, take this rod. Go yeah. catch a couple. But yeah. I know at the end of the day, it's like that fish that I'm going to catch that day or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it isn't going to mean a whole lot. That's not, you know what I mean? Obviously, we all want to fish, but what's worth more? Uh, Mike having a great show or me taking, you know, that two minutes that could have been that opportunity. It's almost like yeah. tournament fishing. Do we want to <laughs> stop and do, do we want to stop and eat during the tournament? No. Right. We want to. Every cast right. counts, so basically every every second with the right. camera rolling. And I, it, it, it is hard because you could have stopped filming and <laughs> and foul hooked a three inch crappie like the rest. Of right. Us. Exactly. Or, or snagged a giant rock like Brian. <laughs> yeah. A couple of trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me re- let me remind everybody watching real quick. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you've got a question for Felicia, if you've got a question for Hunter, please hit us up on the IM. Ask anything you want. Dave, what do you got? All right, we got we got three questions. Hunter, Dave Prince wants to know what skills did you bring over from motocross to bass fishing? Mm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, the one skill would be, uh, I don't know if you call it a skill. I guess it's very much a skill, like gypsy road life. You know, yeah, being a gypsy, yeah. mm-hmm. being you know, being yeah. on the road all the time, being able to handle that distraction. Able, yeah, I've lived that way. Uh, like I said, since I was. 10 11 years old always traveling and obviously as i got older we did it a lot more so right now it's just it it's you know part of my life it doesn't really bother me to be on the road you know yeah um another one would be uh i think going going to places where people don't fish all the time or or like in a body of water reaching a certain part and fishing it you know whether that runs skinny water or goes somewhere because of that uh i don't know i just you know the extreme part of it, yeah. maybe uh, getting to some secluded backwaters that you had to, you know, troll a motor in for, you know, two hours yeah. or something stupid. I like that. And uh, really, the other part would be, you know, like hard work, because obviously I've seen it in racing. The harder you work, just like with anything else, the more right. you're going to get out of something. So yeah, you know, that taught, you know, as a kid learning that at a young age, um, you know, it, it's hard to teach, you know, that to someone. But yeah, once and you w- learn it. And what's interesting is. You and your brother both have that. I've noticed that with your brother as well. Seriously, it's mm-hmm. it's awesome to see the marathon practice, the amount of time and effort you know to go into preparing. I I appreciate that a lot. I think that's an amazing trait to have. Do you know? do you guys uh, do you guys have that like brother competitiveness kind they of thing? Each other. Not. Not, I, I what did say, you say, Brian? I said they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what day of the weekend. No. <laughs> um, not real. I mean, there's a lot of people that have like, I got to beat my brother, you know, yeah. or really have a grudge. And we've never really been that way. It's more of a, um, you know, yeah, we want to, I guess at the end of the day, we still want to beat each other. But we got a hundred some other guys that we have to worry about. Uh me and him don't need to be competitors. So mm-hmm. it's never been to that point where, you know, we don't talk to each other because of, you know, he beat me or I beat him or yeah. or whatever. So it's kind of, you know, we're kind of on the same team. I, yeah. I surely think so. And at the end of the day, as long as both of you beat Brandon Card, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all that matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I admire that place. in them. They, 
I see a lot of, you know, there's a couple brothers that have fished together and stuff, and I think definitely they have a good relationship. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, they are for each other, and I yeah. think that's awesome I mean, to without see. him, yeah. without him, I wouldn't be here anyhow. Like, yeah. obviously having him and giving me the connections that he's had, he didn't have to give me none of that anyhow. So, yeah. uh, surely, if there's anything that I can do to repay him, then hey, I'm, I'm Yeah, he said it. give him Larry the Legend back. Do what? Uh, <laughs> give, give him Larry the Legend back. Give him Larry the Legend back. <laughs> Dave, what else we got coming through the IM? Uh, Cole Daniel wants to know, do you have any side bets with your brother, Fletcher? Ooh. I do not. No side bets? No side bets. Wow. Okay. Ricky wants to know, what is your go-to camera? Go-to camera. Well? I, I, I know the partial answer to this. Wh- what is that? Well, I'm going to tell you, you have, you have two cameras. You have, um, you have a more versatile kind of... Uh, uh, Behind the scenes, kind of more free camera. Listen to and then you guy. have a workhorse. I don't know your workhorse, but I will tell you, his very easy to use, on the go kind of camera is a Sony F7 II camera. Uh, it's got a Rhodes <laughs> shotgun mic on the top. He uses a Stenhauser uh, uh, wireless mic and receiver. <laughs> and it's a great camera. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was Thank good. you very much. It films in 4K. A B&H photo. Yeah, films in 4K. I mean, come on, man. You, you know, know what's amazing, Mike? The very next one, Dickie wanted to know, Mike, what's Fletcher's favorite camera? <laughs> <laughs> Dickie, there's your answer, Dickie Dick. <laughs> <laughs> now, but you got to you got to describe the work the the bigger camera though. The FS700. FS700. Yep. Okay, there you have it. Okay, yeah, cool. Those are the Two and main staples. It goes. It goes without saying because this always dudes always feel need to do this to other dudes. Gabe Duvall wants to know, you going to ring her up, bud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Why, we why? have a chance right here. For you. We have a line cutters ring oh, right dang. here. Line cutters. <laughs> Probably wouldn't care. At this Here's your point. chance. No. <laughs> ring it up. It's been oh, three Mike, years. I'm like, woo I'll take it. <laughs> wait, is that pink package still out there? Is that pink oh, package right on the table? around here somewhere? Is that still there? Hold on. Hold on. This might become a big segment right here. Oh, Brian, we need a full couch shot for this. Hold on. Give me that green, crappy green one back. Do take that. Tell me that. Okay. Let's get a full couch shot here. Folks at home, folks at home, we don't want to put Hunter on the spot oh at all. God. But what do you mean? But here it goes. Oh, wow. oh, oh look at this cutter. Bedazzled. Oh, my God. And diamonds. They're actual real diamonds in there. Saworski diamonds. Will you promise to always cut line with me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll put it and on here your it thumb. We'll put it on your thumb. <laughs> oh, look at this. Ike Live exclusive. <laughs> 496 Bones for Life. There it goes. <laughs> Ike Live exclusive. The first line cutter proposal <laughs> engagement That is awesome. On a live podcast. Brian Carpenter, we just earned our money in that sponsorship. <laughs> yes, <did>. Wow. <laughs> Woo. You get to keep that. Damn, I'm good looking. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Woo! Oh, sorry. Let's go back into character again. <laughs> Limousine driving. Uh, jet flying. I don't be asking to use this now. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That'll be awesome. It's like a purposeful oh. ring. I mean, come on. What do you, that's that's perfect. You're on TV, like, using this thing. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Dave, did you have another one? 
now. Okay, I'm gonna jump back to reality, Pete, and I wanna, <laughs> I wanna, uh, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna get back to uh, Hunter. Both of you guys, you 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 have a big year this year, and you had a big moment going into the last Southern Open yep. of the year, and on Smith Lake, and you qualified. Yeah. You 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 had that great day, which vaulted you. Yep. Into elite qualification, right? Take me back. I I I know it, there was it was an emotional time because I know I know how hard you've been working. Yep. I know how hard you've been supporting him. Mm-hmm. T- so take the ev- tournament itself, or just- I, I I want I want you to take everybody to that moment because until it happens, you know what I mean. You've worked so hard to get right. to that point, and then you qualify. You 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 yeah. know you get to that point where now. The dream has become a reality. To add, to add a little pressure to the cooker, to the situation, I mean, we were together down at uh, Tennessee on Douglas. Douglas. Where you smashed him. Smashed him. Had a brilliant tournament. And we're going to talk about that but, in a second. But in, yeah. in a division that you weren't in as good a position to qualify for. No, yeah, no points. There. Right? So, yeah. so now you've had a great tournament, yeah. right? And you're wishing you had that down at Smith, yes. but now you got to go do it again. Yeah, had, and then and obviously I I go into Smith and all this pressure. I've been there for a while, knowing that I may never have that opportunity again to spend the time to do it. And I think you do give that to any angler across the country. One tournament, top sixty, you're qualifying for the elites. How long would you spend there, Pete? <laughs> a while, as, right? as much the time as yeah. I could find. A couple so, years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Obviously, going into it, the pressure's high. After day one, I'm in, like, 10th place. And so, really, I'm like, you know, get it done, it's over. And, you know, the next day, blank, just blank, zero. And then find out that I still qualified, got 58, and I I figured we needed a top 60, and finished 58 with one day's weight. Yeah. Shows how tough the tournament was. Could have finished, I think, 90-something. Uh, because the point shifted so much. Right. But actually, like when it happened, it was like such a roller coaster because obviously you're watching the the weights. Yeah. You know, and the names. Well, how how was that day like? I mean, you're zeroing. Yeah. I mean, you had to be. Je- were you mad? It were was, you like it lost? Was, what, it what? was uh, weird because I'd done so well the first day and I knew how tough the tournament was going. I knew the day was the next day was going to drop, and really we figured one fish, I'm done, and. Uh, going throughout the day, I was like, I knew not to lose it. You know, too many times in the past, I've lost it mentally, checked mm-hmm. out, and it's over. And I stayed with it the whole time because it's like, dude, one fish. You know, right. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. And it wasn't until I literally checked in that I was mad. And I, yeah. You were there. I was mad. It yeah, wasn't. It, it was I bad. mean, yeah. For it to go down like, that way. Like Brian Stockel mad? Like beating the troll motor with an oar mad? Who no, he wasn't at that point, but I knew it was going to escalate. Yeah. You kidding me but, right now? I'm not mad. <laughs> I, and there's nothing you can say at that point. Right. You know, I can't no, say No, there's nothing you can say to him. console him. Yeah. Exactly. No. But I, I do remember distinctly that it, my gut feeling was like, it's not over yet. Yeah. I just yeah. knew it. Something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And especially just leading up to just the whole year in general. Um, the season was just such a blessing, and I knew it just wasn't going to end like that. So, no. yeah. No. So it was, so it was, it was good. Yeah. So, what did you do during this period? Like, were you like pacing? I sat down um, and looked at the phone, and then did my math on a piece of notepad and seen who was who was where and who yeah. did what, and then 
Every time you know somebody there, weighed but... in five pounds, you were like, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's over, and it's like, hey, you qualified. And, it, and at that point, it's like, you know, the goal was completed. It wasn't so much I'm fishing the elites now. It was I did it. You right. know, like we did it. We finally got it accomplished. Yeah. And I knew, like, to think beyond that, I couldn't even think beyond that. It was just I finally accomplished the goal that I set out to do. You know, back in really, you know, 2012, I'd wanted to get to where, you know, didn't think it's possible, but you know, hopefully one day fish with Fletcher, and then you know, I I think the next day the reality really set in that okay now, you know, we get to fish with Fletcher and and go through all that stuff. Yeah. It was um, it was a surreal moment yeah. for sure. I I won't forget it. Congratulations. Wow, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you. congrats. Appreciate it. Congrats. Well done. Yeah. I know we came in here and we had what I think 2000. 15 we was in here yeah he told me he was go- i was going to qualify in 2016 yeah and i didn't yeah you lied i know <laughs> I, was, I was a year off you was a year I off i was a year off but i gotta tell you it's pretty impressive because you know you really started the quest in 2013 right so in four years pete wow that's not a long time when you look at the big picture of people trying to qualify in four years you did it yeah, that's awesome. And then not having a childhood like growing up fishing either. Right. right. I mean, you hear a lot like everybody's right. Oh, I used to fish back when I was three years old. Oh yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. That was impressive to me. You were riding that. motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like not not taking nothing away from those guys like the the Lee brothers and no, you know no, they no. you know no, they, they, but they, they were grooming themselves to right. be pro anglers from when they were kids. You, you got to do that. I mean, yeah. the yeah. level of competition is stepping up every year. We all see it and. The younger guys are getting that much better because of that. Yeah. It's no different than, you know, football or hockey or you know, start the younger you start them, yeah, the, the better they're going to be when they yeah. you know come out yeah. of the gate. So okay, so so here it goes. You're you're qualified. You accept it. You said yes. You're in. You're all in. <laughs> how's how is that? What what is it like? Is what it is pressure it like or is it relief <laughs> for both of I mean, you? What is it like? This is this is a life changing thing. It is. And uh, to think, and you know, obviously finding you know the money to do it, it, yeah. it costs a lot more money, obviously, to than to, to go a year fishing the opens, um, financially doing all that, and then the way of life that you know that we'll, you know, we'll have next year will be totally different than what I've had because yeah, fishing the opens, you go for whatever, but this is yeah, you know, you're fishing this tournament, and you go pre-fish here, and I've got the calendar marked off that I'm gone. The entire year, so forever from February to yeah. September. Yeah, I mean yeah. the same as what you're, you right? Know? Um, and and that that I think will be the biggest thing. Um, but as far as it's weird thinking like fishing in the elites, you, I guess I don't think of it as as big of a deal. It is a huge deal, but because of Fletcher and living through him, right? It's like I don't, I, I guess I don't have that freshness to it like so right. to speak. you've experienced it Experi- a little bit through, i've experienced it so it's yeah. like it's not as um a hit in the face i guess to to me as much yeah um but still i think you know once that week comes around i think yeah. i think the nerves will really start get to get to rolling then but hopefully after the first event it, it should be over with what's well, been what, what's been the biggest challenge aside from the money aside from the financial challenge what's been the other biggest challenge for you Preparing for the elites. Um, I mean, re- I, 
I guess just preparing for these these uh these lakes that we haven't I haven't been to. Uh, trying to do my homework for them. Uh, the mental side of being the places. I know we talked about that earlier. That yeah. You know, going to a new place, you know, you you automatically don't feel safe there. Right. And so you know, I don't know how to go to a tournament. I I guess I I shouldn't say I don't know how. But to go to a tournament with two and a half days of practice is different than going to an open. Right. And I'm very well aware of that. So there's going to be a huge learning curve in this first year, you know, to go there, yeah. to make things happen in two and a half days, but have your homework done prior to it. And right. I want to be, you know, 110% know what happened, where it happened, all the details mm-hmm. of past events at that body of water. Yeah. So I think that's been... My biggest fear is not getting that stuff done before I get there. But obviously, I'll, I'm gonna make make sure that does happen. Right. Are you now? Are you allowed to visit bodies of water in the new rules? You can. You can buy. You gotta do it by yourself or with somebody that's never been on that body of water. Okay. And they still have the 30 day off limit. 30 day but, off limit. But it's allowing these guys to still put in the work. Are you? Are but they you, gotta do it themselves. Are you planning to to do that to visit bodies as, of water as much as I can? I've hmm. I mean, that's the biggest goal is, like, get there and at least figure out the layout. Because, like I said, I haven't been to a lot of places, you know, like Oahe, nobody has. But just to be familiar with how the, you know, body of water is laid out, whether I make the cast or not, just be familiar with it. Because I feel like, you know, these next two years are such a crucial point. Like, you you Mm. get two years, you don't do well, you're out. So Mm. you either do it now, make it happen, or, you know, what I've tried to achieve, I'm going to, you know, kind of blow it away. So... Yeah, putting the best effort forward to do whatever I can to to make it happen. A- any any bodies of water you think you got an advantage on? Like uh, anything you've done well on in I the mean, past? I mean, I like the Mississippi River. Okay. I, I haven't fished there. We've uh, actually went there and uh, fished like two days. What well, like one day? Mm-hmm. We actually got kicked off from the, uh, the DNR that. people. <laughs> And because uh, you're yeah. not allowed to film on the Mississippi River, I guess. Is that really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I only got to do one day of fishing there, but I like I like the way that stuff fish. I like shallow water fishing, so grass very comfortable. So but they kicked, but they kicked you off. Yeah. So we. <laughs> what happened? We went to another pool that Fletcher was allowed to fish last year prior to the the Mississippi event, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done broadcasting? Oh. All right. Cool. Still, we'll pick it up on the Mississippi yeah. River. Kick We're still out. recording yeah. now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I was on. Um, well, let's keep talking. We're still recording, so. Well, it's eventually going to go up everywhere. All right, we do have. We are, it's all recording. People are going to still listen yeah. to this. All so right, well, let's no keep going. Right. So it went back all right. on. All right, all right. Back. So we're okay. back. We're we back to, to you breaking the law on the Mississippi River. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. So national wildlife. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah it's a national wildlife refuge. Mm-hmm. So the Mississippi River that has. Everybody's trash in it and everything else. It gets flushed down it. Apparently, you're not allowed to f- to film. And we were putting a boat in the water, 
and had our camera equipment and uh, the guy pulled up and it's like, what are you what are you going to do with this? I'm like, we're going to film. Well, you can't do that. So he, he wanted to try to write us a ticket and I luckily <laughs> talked him out of it and we had to go film at another body of water <laughs> in <Whoa>. Minnesota. <laughs> Well, that's well. It's good that you like that kind of fishing, and that's going that's on the schedule this year. Yeah, uh, it's always nice to have something that you feel comfortable with, especially in your rookie season. Right, mm-hmm. right. And and like I said, a lot of the bodies of water I haven't been to, but I've always had uh, good success at places that I haven't been to because I feel like you know just having an open mind yeah. and fishing it that week has you know always worked for me. I don't know why. It wasn't like I set the world on fire, but I I would have a good tournament. And then sometimes I'd go back the next time and I'd, I would stink. So yeah. fish, fishing history has been a problem, you know, for me in the past. So sure. moving past that yeah. and, uh, you know, a lot of places I haven't been to. So it, it should be should be a good year. I'm excited well, for it. Well, the thing that I think sucks the most about the elites is the two and a half days of practice and the way that they're formatted. Yeah. Because, like, I, I love the FLW tour because they took – that last day off right i love that you know because yeah. then you can put your three days in and take a day off and right. get your gear together it's not like you're out you're never off you know you're right. you're constantly planning yeah. i mean that's going to be a big deal i mean have it you is. ever fished derbies with that short of preparation time um i i have you know opens but it's yeah. like at the end of the day when it, if i went there and mm-hmm. only fished for a couple days i really didn't have you know, I didn't care much about that tournament, obviously. It's kind of like Douglas this year. I literally showed up Share Monday evening. That's crazy. And, and practiced Tuesday and Wednesday yeah. and had a good tournament because I think I just, I was, I'm going fishing and didn't yeah. care. Yeah. So, but to actually care and have two and a half days of practice, <laughs> that could be, that's yeah, a whole different It's going to be pulling your, pulling your hair out. And I know, uh, that'll be, It'll be interesting. But. You, are you one of the? Are you the type of angler that is going to be doing the sunrise, the sunset deal, or do, are you like more of a minimalist, like like other guy, like Hackney or some of the other guys who just put Steve in just Kennedy. enough? Yeah, Kennedy, just yeah. enough to get an idea. Uh, I I'm one of those people that when I don't put like I feel like if I don't go from sunrise to sunset that mentally I don't feel like I'm doing all that I can do. Gotcha. So I think it, whether I find anything or do anything or not, it kind of, you know, when mm-hmm. you feel like you go into an event and you've done everything that you can, you kind of step back and you go, hey, this is it. I'm going to go fishing now. I've done everything that I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, the pressure's off. you got to go fish. Uh, yeah. But when you know that you haven't done your homework or, you know, you haven't stayed out till dark or, or whatever, you don't, I, I don't feel as confident then. I'm like, well, right. Yeah, I kind of slack, and I don't know. That's just me personally. <laughs> yeah, well, I know Mike's that way too. Oh yeah, he's. I wild mean, Mike, man. Mike's non not sunrise to sunset, and I've seen uh, people waiting it for him in the parking lot. Yeah, leave before Mike gets back. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty minutes past dark, yeah. and they're finally leaving, and Mike isn't off the water yet. Poor fellas, <laughs> they're packing up their tents that they were camping in. They're like, he's never coming they in. They just wanted a signature, and nope. Like still out on the <laughs> poor fellas, poor fellas. Uh, Eric the intern, you got some IMs back there. I know Dave was wanting to get caught up a second ago. What do you got for us? I got a call. I got a question for you. Why he's digging some IMs up? Uh, Saving who, Eric again. Who who has who has the best color? 
I do. What do you mean? You or Fletcher? I do. Oh. <laughs> color? <laughs> Did you yeah. say color? Color. Yeah. The best boat color. He's orange. Absolutely. You're green. Green. It's way better. <laughs> it's way better. I mean, orange, I don't know. <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah 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 i guess I, I should take it easy no i i personally i've always liked the color green so yeah. it, it worked out when i was allowed to to get my wrap that color so what was that what is that all that branding that that pattern i mean yeah, who, who came up with that how that um actually the pattern itself is the abu garcia pattern that they have for you know their some of their reels right and, and packaging and stuff mm-hmm. so it was really cool i just uh, convince them somehow. I don't think they they wanted to, but I convinced them to somehow turn it lime green. So <laughs> <laughs> some of the guys at Abu don't like it. They they've actually told me they hated it, but they said since you like it, we'll let you have it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it confuses the hell out of me because I gotta look at the boats, remember which color is which, yeah, and uh, to see who I'm gonna go up and talk to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Hunter. Yeah. When uh when your brother was in town for the uh, Ike Pro Am two years ago, there yeah. was <laughs> we were in the Camden waterfront in Philly, or yeah, in Camden, and we walked past some uh, dirty old bums, and uh, and uh, he was in front of dirty old bums. Uh, Fletch was, and he was wearing his you know that checkered costume with all the you know the orange heel, and I heard the guy look at him as he walked past with his tournament costume on, and he said. He said, "Man, he looked like Cubert." Cubert. Oh, there it goes. You're too young. Right there, there's Cubert. Wow, oh I forgot about Cubert. He looked like Cubert. That's old school. <laughs> that is old Q-Bert. school. Wow, there's Fletcher. Dang. Cubert the oh, yeah, was uh was was pretty orange too. That's awesome. That's, that's green. <laughs> All right, so there there are two IMs we want to we want to get to. Okay, we want to hear pumpkin. And Scott from Chinatown wants to know, <laughs> how does Felisa qualify to hang out with the other wives, a.k.a. Becky's Cabal? Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Fast wives talk. <laughs> how do I qualify? Is that the question to me or to her? To it's Mike, I think maybe. I think it's oh. to Mike. Oh. oh, well, I could answer that. Uh, I'll tell you this. The and, and And this is a serious answer. Pete, you know this. The community, which are the wives and the family and the friends of the anglers, it's very tight. You know what I mean? You you you, th- you tend to think of the competitors being enemies across the board, when really it's the opposite, and especially for the family members, right? The girlfriends, the fiancés, the wives. So there's a really tight knit group there, and it happens quick. You know what I mean? So an honest answer is. If you end up traveling the whole year, you're going to be welcomed into the group instantly. You really will. It'll I happen. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll happen. Yeah. And Corey <laughs> Ross, who's been very active on the board tonight, a lot of insightful things, wants to know, Fletcher, what is the 2018 video series going to be called, and what are your new goals? Ooh, That's a great question. That's a great question. Wait a minute. Who said that question? Corey Ross. Very active. Corey Ross. You're a winner tonight, Pete. Corey Ross is another Agreed. winner. Agreed. Of some great prizes? That's a great question. Corey, send your information. It won't get put through. (laughs) (laughs) It won't get put through. And you won't get anything. Email email Brian the Carpenter at (laughs) Brian.Stockler. Let Fletcher answer the question. Address and email. email So we could even make make this a little more interesting because I I don't think I've came up with a name 
yet for the series. The series will be done Uh-oh. next year. Ooh. Uh-oh. Um, obviously, the 2-7 series, it was nine opens. There's three days per open, so nine times three is 27. 27 it was, opportunities. It was outstanding, it was, by the way, buddy. Thank you. It really was. I appreciate it. But that's what that meant. So, obviously, going to, to the elites, that's not that equation doesn't work. Um, there's a ton of opportunities uh, moving forward next year. So still trying to to wrap our head around that. So if you have a good name for the series, you should, you know, direct message it in to us and maybe financial jeopardy. There, that, that <laughs> that's an excellent <laughs> one. <laughs> that fits Profes- it perfect. Professional gamblers. Professional yeah. gambling. <laughs> How to drain your money? Um, I. I like make a it. contest out of it. I still Brian. Let's make a contest out of this. Best the best one. Yeah. Wins. I like it. Okay. There you have it. Officially, Pete. We're gonna do a contest right now. The best name in. for the new series. <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about busting balls. And I'm not even a dude. <laughs> uh, you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> yeah. Trust you me, I got it all yesterday. <laughs> Loud and clear. There's been a lot of balls y'all. busted on that couch over the years here at the Lake Live Studio. Oh, man. I like that contest okay. idea. I mean, For the baby or for the other thing? <laughs> I like the first one better, but we can do both. I do, too. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yes. No. I haven't checked out yet. <laughs> you just hear my feet. He gone. He gone. Well, speaking of speaking of that, how, how is the sponsorship game going? It's going. It's it's um it's something that you know that it's the slowest thing for me because. You know, it's it's back and forth emails, it's phone calls, and nothing gets done overnight. This is mm-hmm. a drawn out process, and uh, slowly but surely, things are starting to come together. But it's it's just a stressful time because you want have you know February, which is the first tournament at Lake Martin on February eighth. It isn't that far away in my mind to get everything that needs to get done between rigging up a, the boat to getting a new truck, to wrapping it, to mm. you name it. Yeah. Yet alone, I'm still talking to uh, possible partnerships for the next year that's like, you know, and it's all got to happen between yeah. now and then yeah. along with everything else. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm getting used to being, you know, unsure. Of mm, some, yeah. You know, just, just <laughs> did, flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. Did, did you get a chance to, to hit up uh, Steve Vinsky yesterday? I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard he's giving away six-figure sponsors. Yeah, we know somebody rookies. that knows him really well, so you know? we'll hook you up a little I, later. But you had to notify him by yesterday afternoon. Oh, God, yeah. hey, dang. Some of the deadlines, bro. <laughs> I hate these deadlines. Right, we, we got right. some names in already. <laughs> Epic fail. Oh, we have, we, have, we have names in already for Hunter's new series. Yes. And we're going to, and the winner tonight, by the way, <laughs> you will pick the winner. The winner tonight, Brian DeCarpenter, is going to get a Ike Live kit with... All of our sponsors. Pine products. Cutters, Real Snot, Liquid Mayhem, Mystery Tackle Box, Three Month Sub, 
something from TH. Some of that GG. Mike's Hobie kayak that's on the top of his truck. That's not true. The Hobie won't be there, but but you're going to get a, a grand go. prize package from all our sponsors. What do we got Eddie's, so far? Crazy Dave? Eddie's prices are insane. <laughs> Everything must go. <laughs> what do we got, Dave? All right. Hunter Shyrock presents MILF Oil Hunter 2018 Elite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> MILF Oil? MILF, MILF Oil? oil? A word play on milf oil, milf oil. <laughs> nice. It's funny. <laughs> Ten by eight, an interest, an introspective in bass. From T County to the elites, busted ball tour 2018. Busted ball tour. Hunter does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter does Dallas. Be a personal winner. Yeah, Hunter does Dallas is from Dan M. Uh, Shy Rock unfit. How to lose a week's pay in two and a half days pre-fishing? Yes. I can fur- we can further better that one. How to lo- how to lose like a lifetime of savings in one year? Broke, broke Bass Mountain. Ah, that's the best one. Oh my God! Awesome. I mean, Hunter does Dallas and Broke Bass Mountain out of that batch are the ones that are probably getting full. Pretty good ones. Tournament. But let's good. keep it open. And if you're watching, you want to uh, uh, chime into this contest? Hit us up on the IM. Uh, I, I want to leave it open for a while. I'm gonna. I don't want to make a, a decision off of that. That's good. Broke who who who's responsible for Broke Bass Mountain? I don't know. Let's give him some love. Genius. That was going. All right. Hey, real quick, I want to do this, Bry. You think it's the right time to do the? Uh, I want to do some. I want to do the rapid fire. Let's do it now. Oh. This is a good time. Oh. Uh, you know this part of the show. You love yeah. this part of the show. You've been through it before, Felicia. You know this you is. See me you're, getting sweaty palms. You're his support <laughs> right now, though. You're here to support. If you want to okay. chime in at any time, you can. Okay. And you know how this part of the show goes, Pete. Mm-hmm. We we rapid fire off five questions. You got to answer truthfully. Honestly. Honestly, that's that's like it's like Wonder Woman's belt <laughs> on that deal. You got to be truthful here. And uh, and here it goes. The rapid fire questions. I got <clears throat> question number one. Have you had any nightmares yet? Specifically, nightmares about walking across the weigh-in stage naked with an empty bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have had nightmares about fishing. <laughs> uh, had sleep- nightmares about fishing. <laughs> Talking in his sleep. Wow, hey, Pete! Hey, you guys listen to this. This is some good Man, stuff. Right? Live because you don't hear this stuff. <laughs> Let's hear it. So there's this big dresser by his bed. Okay. Yeah. He wake. No, he's, he thought it was a boat. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> he goes. He he he's like sits up in his bed and he's like cast over there in those drawers. <laughs> The fish are in those drawers. I'm telling you, he's yelling I didn't at say me. Drawers. I said cast over there. It just happened to be the drawers. No, no, no. You said drawers. Oh, okay. Wow. I wouldn't remember. I was asleep. He mentally like was I picturing. I couldn't believe it. I was. I was like, Are you kidding me right now? If there's not a fish in there. You're crazy. Yeah. A f- he goes. You better cast over there. Did you make a cast? No, I didn't. I was just like, I. It freaked me out actually. Wow. I didn't get a bite. Wow. Okay, that's a good one. Question number two. True or false, or yes or no, are you looking forward to being snubbed by Skeet Reese? 
<laughs> True. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Brian's shaking his head back there. Question number three. How sick and tired are you of being? Uh, how sick and tired are you of being called Fletcher? That's pretty pretty sick and tired. In fact, of it. Dave did it yesterday. Oh, yeah. he just did it today. <laughs> the people on the message boards are doing it. <laughs> yeah, my name's Hunter. <laughs> so it's I'm like, the, ask Fletcher, I, what is? I'm yeah, a star like, of broke bass mountain. Yeah, star of broke bass mountain. Give me a break. Show of 832 views. <clears throat> Fletcher. Question number four. <clears throat> if Jacob Wheeler is broke down in the first event of 2018, will you let him come fish in your boat? No. Oh. <laughs> wow. Flat out. <laughs> okay. That's tough to do. Okay, it is tough to do. Sound like you might have some history. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might want to talk about it all night long. Dr. Pete. Dr. Pete. And finally, the grand finale question. Pete, give me a drum roll. What's more painful? Fishing a clear water lake with spinning rod and light line? Or filming a Going Ike episode with the Ike Live crew? (laughs) Fishing the... That's more painful, fishing the clear water. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's not much work. Wow! <laughs> Successful Good questions answer. there. We, we have some updates. We have uh, some updates. Okay. You, got, you ready? Uh, I don't know. 2018 name. Fletcher Films. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Reservoir Hogs. That's a good one. Solid. Me, myself, and Larry. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the man who mounts the bass. <laughs> Hunter Shyrock presents How to Fish Professionally When Your Sponsor Hates You. Maybe they hate me. <laughs> Danny sent that one in. Who sent that? Danny. What does that mean? He works for one of the sponsors. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, this is from Larry Legend Jr., Series name: How Dad Lost My College Savings. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Larry Legend Jr. <laughs> oh my God. Um, lifestyles of the not so rich and famous. <laughs> the man who rides the nation. Uh, let's see here. That's. Yeah, that's about it right there. Oh my God. Wow, there's some good ones coming in. Pete. Not These are so strong. Rich and famous is another strong. good one. Strong really good. people. Are, people are creative. Tonight. These are strong candidates. Right you know, now, there's dude. no like positive ones. Yeah, it's all of our fan yeah. base. The future belongs to you. Well, first one set the tone, and then it was all say, downhill from there. Yeah. Anybody that like is serious in life and 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 like. Tunes into something to expect to learn anything. We got rid of them. Like it's oh yeah, you know, oh like yeah. Four years and ago. It is funny. Yeah, it is yeah. great in the in the out. development of Ike Live, right, Bry? Yeah. You know, early on, like we, we specifically, we didn't know what we were yet. You know, yeah, so yeah. like the first couple shows, we were kind of teaching people how to fish. 
But then the same stupid fucking questions keep coming through. How to Texas rig a worm? How do you Texas rig a worm? Uh, we- Mike, five of them came through tonight. So oh what my are you god! Saying? <laughs> Go to Bass U live. Go to Bass University. Stay away from us. Yo, man. Yo, strong one just came through. It's Sam has 2018 name. The other Shy Rock brother story. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the, the other, other one. Oh another my one. god! Uh, another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> we gotta keep it open, Dave. Keep it open. We're not giving a winner yet. Mm. In fact, let's do this. Let's announce it at the end of the next segment to keep them coming. Because these are two. This is quality. Anybody writing them down? I, I wrote. I wrote a couple down. I wrote my favorites. Yeah. yeah. You're the one that's got them saved back there. Yeah. I'm writing it down. Uh, I want to jump to this real quick. Um, in the first segment, we talked about the Gum and Ike show yesterday, and and we 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 all agree we had a we had a blast. Give us an biased view, Felicia. I'm going to start with you. You got to see it. You got to be in the boat with Dave a lot of the day, <laughs> and then with Brian. What did I do, Dave? The, the whole second time? half of the day. What did you think about yesterday? Honestly, I had a blast. You did have a blast. I, I really did. And okay. It knows that I'm pretty much happy-go-lucky. You just want to have a good time. Yeah. I like to laugh, so there was a lot of laughing yesterday. And but I did keep my word. I said I was going to keep it rolling. So I got a lot of good footage too. Yes. But while working, I had fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. It was That's fun, all, everybody, yeah. yesterday. And Dave, you mentioned, br- bring it back up while they're here. You mentioned it was nice because yeah, we, the, we the, were the, being us and they fit in. We, I mean, it, you know, I've, I've shot shows where you start goofing off and being yourself and like the, you know, the film crew, the guys you're working with are kind of like standoffish. Doug. It, Dave, you agree? Yeah, no, uh, you, the two of you fit in so, so seamlessly. We, we were able to be ourselves. It was we were, nice. and, and, we were and, I was yeah. I mean, yeah. 22 minutes. People aren't going to get to see eight hours of shenanigans, but I mean, it was exactly how we are when we're out when we're in groups together. Yeah. Totally when awesome. we're fishing, I mean, all we're doing is ripping on each other all day, criticizing each other, laughing at each other's failures and flaws. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> Point them out instantly, and man, yeah, it was a good time. It was it, it was it was it was every trip we've ever been on. Yeah. Pete Box. Pete Box, <laughs> five-hour yeah. energy. And you know what was neat? We actually uh, have a we actually got to have a ghost talk story. We got to talk yes. a little paranormal stuff. Oh, you did! Apparently, the two of these guys are right in line with me in terms of paranormal things. Wow! Because it all started with uh, Brian. Uh, cue that picture up. Oh. Yeah, it all started with <laughs> like sometimes you capture a picture of someone, right? Right. And they're like, you know, there there's smoke. Some may say that's your guardian angel or that's your ghost. I had a picture of Brian. Maybe about 15 years ago. I'll explain what happened here. So you see Brian sprawled out on my grass. Wow. Right? I see it. We were fishing a tournament. Wow. Hold on. Listen, listen. There's, so we were fishing a tournament, and we got into a fight on water. We got into an argument on water, <laughs> and we knew we were going to probably get disqualified, so we went wheels up, and we went to the bar. <laughs> and we really didn't drink much. I mean, I can tell you, like, we might have had four or five beers tops, and we ate. Brian, halfway home, started acting like like he like, like he was roofied. Wow. And collapsed right on my lawn like that. <laughs> it, it said, this is before cell phones, guys, so I had a disposable camera that I always keep ready. <laughs> and I was taking pictures of them, and that's the... 
<laughs> Rather than help and render first aid, or give, him, or give him a cool cloth on his face, <laughs> I'm taking jean shorts, glory, and all, man. Look at him, right? Jean shorts so, and boots. You can't that, see the boots, though. There's awesome. far more worse. Like, there's far. I, I got up in his. I got. I really violent. I got in. I was in his face and like. <laughs> That, but this was my wife and I were reminiscing of pictures of our kids, and somehow that thing was mixed in with them. Right? Wow! <laughs> Left of the picture. Right. I clearly see it. I clearly see. You can see Brian's ghost. Like there's a ghost wow. right there, dude. Look at that. Like, and that's a piece of that's concrete freaky. right there that that led to my to a back little back room. So there's no reason that should be reflective, right? Wow. I mean, it was Brian's guardian angel. Yeah. Tired as hell, guarding him again. I see that. <laughs> like God, it's like, hard. recent picture of Brian. That ghost has been on a disability pension for about 20 years. That thing is gone. He's gone. He's on a hiatus. That ghost is wheels up. He's on a hiatus. But that, but that is interesting, Pete. You know, if if you follow, I follow a few of these shows on TV, and you see that a lot. A lot of times, they, you know, you don't see the spirit or the polar guys or whatever, but you pick it up in photos. Or you pick it up in the spirit boxes, dude. You guys, the spirit box, no, the people, audio, YouTube spirit box. You, if you can leave it on for yeah. more than five seconds, you're braver than me. It's terrifying. It's man. terrifying because you're picking boxes. up the sounds yeah. of all the spirits and stuff. It's crazy. This is real stuff, Pete. Don't you guys believe in any of this nonsense? Oh, we, we, we <laughs> ate at the center today last night. Damn it! There was shit and glasses sliding across the bar top. I'm telling you, I believe in this stuff. So, Pete, you don't think that you don't think there's you don't think there's spirits? Yeah, you know, not hanging over a drunken carcass <laughs> it was captured by you with a, a with a disposable. <laughs> so I mean, but no, like, do you, but I mean, so do you think? I'm not, I'm not asking a religious point. I'm saying, do you think there? Do you think we're driven? Do you think we have spirits in us? Do you think we have a, a force that we do not understand that propels us, or is it just electricity in your brain? And when it shuts off, the lights are off. I, you know, I think. I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> I think I'm pretty clearly articulating what I'm talking about. But uh, but I don't. Do you believe in that sort of thing? I, do listen to me. I, I wouldn't have. I've watched two people in my life that were alive, shot, and expired. The the part of near death, and then death come in, and it the the body is an empty shell at the point of death. There is something to it when those lights shut off, and I can't. That's the best that I can articulate it. But I've seen it twice, and both times it played out the same way. It's bizarre, man. I can only explain after those lights shut off. You're looking at a shedding at. You're not looking at something that is alive. It's 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 bizarre, man. You know, and I've never had like ghosts walking around me, but I've had a couple weird things happen. You know, like I truly believe that we're we're propelled by some kind of a. An energy force, a spirit, whatever. I don't know what it is, but I, I've seen it shut off. You can watch it shut okay. off, dude. I'm waiting for the punchline. No, no, no. That's Dave going, going deep. deep. Wow. That's Dave with a. Uh, it's hard to read. Sometimes. No, that's that's Dave with a, uh, a Strike King Series 15, uh, a DT 30. You know what I mean? Deep, 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 deep. But I Lord Jensen. Talk about you know. Hunter's losing the. <laughs> no, baby's uh, retirement. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, yeah. So no one else got nothing to add to that. That's great. That's good. <laughs> no, it's good. No, I like it. Uh, I I, I want to switch the topic a little bit and and yeah. and talk about. Um, I, jump jump back a little. What do you give? You give me hand signals back there. 
Huh? You're stretching. Are you giving me hand signals? Oh, no. The IM board's blown up with comments. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to jump back to talking a little bit about what you've done with content. We, we've got a lot of people out there that watch that are aspiring professional anglers. So I definitely wanted to address this, Pete, you know, before I forgot, which is your model with what you're doing with digital content is amazing. It's very valuable. You want to talk a little bit about how, you know, what you're doing with your digital content yep. has helped you get to the next level? Because I, I think a lot of people need to hear this. This yeah. is interesting. I mean, when I, obviously, I, uh, we already talked about how I started, but it, where I'm at now, it's still a, such a major part of my career uh, because it it gives so much the companies that, that are helping me. A lot of value. Me. It gives a lot of value, a lot of value yeah. to them to be able to see their their product being showcased and used uh, in real life. I mean, the turn, you know, the two seven series went through the entire year, uh, documented that. Um, and, and another cool thing with it is the footage of it, like learning things about myself Reviewing. Yeah. that I didn't really pick up on in years past. Absolutely. Because you know, like I told you, I learned so much being around you, filming you, uh, just little little things that I pick up. Well, when I got to go back and watch a tournament that, you know, I was at Table Rockin' or whatever, I got to sit there and relive it, and it's the last thing we want to do because as an angler... That's got to be exhausting. Yeah. yeah. We have a short-term memory. You yeah. have to. Yeah. Because one day you're here, the next day you're here. Yeah. But still, like, seeing that footage, like, I, I'm flipping a jig... And it looks like I'm swimming a jig. Temps, you know, 48 degrees. I'm, I'm supposed to be dragging it, but I'm swimming it. Like right. stupid stuff like that that I picked up on throughout the year that definitely has helped me be a better angler. Right. But just the promoting, it's self-promoting. You know, me, my brand, the people that are you know supporting me, helping me. Yeah. Off to be so much more than what I ever thought it would be as far as uh, other people that are aspiring to be younger kids that that look at that look at one episode and gain something from it yeah uh, they gain you know they they want to be that someday or they at least they get a real not every day mike iconelli smashing them right you know like we have tournaments that we suck in and a you lot. Know, the reality <laughs> i had to show it and it, it stunk but yeah. i think there was more people that appreciated the, the tournaments that I showed that I sucked in compared yeah. to the ones that I did good in. So that was another, you know, for myself that just to show the realness of it because yeah. people appreciate, you know, the realness of the sport. Yeah. You, you uh, other thing real quick too, you've embraced social media really well and, and a lot of anglers haven't. Was that easier for you to embrace that medium yeah. to reach people? I think, I mean, I really started growing as I was growing in the sport, so it was really, you know, simple and seamless for me to just transition with that. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, hard. I know a lot of guys that started, you know, fishing professionally years ago, and now yeah. all of a sudden you got to turn a light switch and, and start all this stuff. Dave, you got to, uh, for you to judge. <laughs> oh, we got some more entries. Yes. Oh, I want to hear this. The hot topic of the night. <laughs> <laughs> 2018. Series name, still not sponsored by GoPro. <laughs> that is nice. correct. 50 yes. Shades of Bass, the year KVD showed me his... <laughs> 
2018 name. The only green I got is on my jersey. <laughs> That's good. That's I should good. read these first, then read them, so I don't laugh. <laughs> wait, wait. Go ahead. Yeah, Brian, what were you going to say? No, Hunter. Yes. Is it true that Kevin Van Dam sponsored by GoPro? Oh, no. I don't, he's never used one, right? He always no. has been, I believe. No, he's never personally used one. I don't think he has. All right. All right. You're having a conversation with a guy nobody can hear. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Keep going, Dave. We're going to go the ride up Broke, Broke Bass Mountain, the Fletcher Brothers stories. Let's see here. <laughs> this is a series name, Serendipity, the chance occurrence of events in a beneficial way. I don't know what that means, but it sounded like something you'd hear like, for an Oscar nomination. It's the name of a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pete's probably like, that's in- intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, here's a good one. 499ers go out of style. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I don't know. Flipped it. Uh, Flipped it and added a four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunter's Live Skunk Fest series. Oh, Boom. that's harsh. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> because they never skunk. Never. <laughs> Ever. The best. Go. Yep. Uh, you know. I, you can't say that <laughs> no, thing. I won't. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's a lot like going Ike, but there's a D involved somewhere. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. But carry on, guys. Nice. <laughs> no, what? I mean, before Dave brought that back up, I want to jump back into it, Pete. Social diversity. That's that's a big part of our growth and is social through social media. Big part of reaching people. Well, it's 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 key to sponsorships it's key to it's key to our sport right honestly is to is to connect that way is it has it been a burden for you i mean it's it's a lot of work it i mean it can be at times you gotta sit there to me it like i said it comes easy because i have most of the stuff at my fingertips between photos videos whatever um but i think like a lot of the the youth are trying to go the like complete social media route to where, like, when, when Mike grew up, it, I'm sure you wanted sportsmanship, but you also loved the sport of fishing. Mm-hmm. Like, you loved bass fishing. Yeah. Where everybody now is so intrigued with the the side of social media it, to be, you know, at the top of social media where, you know, I kind I still fell into it. Yeah. But, you know, still wanting to just, you know, like, to have a love of catching fish and going fishing, you know, yeah. for the youth is still... Still important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Brodzik. Yeah. I, I, I like to ask the, about the social media question. <laughs> feeling like a the like, spirit. I just, I just feel taken back all of a sudden, and I feel like I'd like to ask. I'd like to take this time to ask. Well, we actually have a speaker box, uh, 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 you know, a ghost box back here for Brian's ghost. We do? Yes. Well, I mean, hey, listen. If <laughs> you got to ask the question, and it, the box will. If you if you've got one of these spirit boxes with you, I'd I'd like. Let's go ahead and take a moment of silence, and let's ask. What is Brian? A, what is a spirit box? It's a spirit box brings the voices through from the other side, Pete. I'd like to take this time. Let's ask ghost. Social media. Let's see. Let's say, put the image back up. Let's ask. Let's go ahead and ask. Bri, full again. Full screen, Bry. Let's ask Brian's ghost. Full screen, Bry. All right. All right. Let's ask Brian's ghost what he thinks about social media. Couch dance. 
Brian's, I mean, these ghosts only speak in one or two words on these boxes, so ask him another question. Cal, did he say couch dance? <laughs> Is that what he was saying? Brian, uh, Brian's ghost, how, how do you feel about what's going on in the world today, in general, the, the, the society, the world? Society. The earth. Just, just sneak in the back door. <laughs> Brian's ghost. Why have you here? It's only 3.30 a.m. <laughs> One more I, shot. I just, I just heard Fletcher's truck start again. <laughs> it's Hunter! <laughs> oh, my goodness! Freaking Hunter! I missed it. Ryan's ghost! Ryan's ghost! Ryan's ghost! It's, it's Ryan's Hunter! Ghost. Why does everyone call Hunter... <laughs> What did you say, Brian's ghost? I didn't hear you. Hot. Purple drank. Purple drank. Stay out longer. Never give up. Brian's ghost, let me ask you one last question before we go on. Will Brian ever, ever in his entire life... Wrapping paper. Dude, they never answered direct. Give me. They never answered directly. They always give you a roundabout answer. Like, He's explain it. <laughs> it's always like white people. It's never like a Mexican ghost. You know what I mean? Uh. It, it always understands English. You ever know? That was amazing, guys. Thank you. Sorry, honey. Wow. This has gotten really weird and awkward, and I like it. I'm okay to drive. I'm okay to drive. You can't shut that damn spirit box off, Pete. It's staying on. We exercised him out of the room. I don't know. I don't think we did. Uh... I think we're going to take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's, huh? Let's take a break. What do you think? Can't. You, can't. you can't? Oh. Can we take a pretend break? Or? Uh, the damn thing ain't talking. Can we take the spirit box during the break? Dave, you, get, you get to entertain everybody. Unqualified. Yeah, take a break, and uh, Dave and Eric, Eric will in- check his Instagram. And, uh, and Dave will talk to himself. Keep everyone entertained. The, the technical difficulties in every show. Every show. We can't take a break right now. Really? Because there's no sound to the commercials on the break. Way to Let's go, all, Brian. I just play something. But there was last time. <laughs> Why, though? Because computers are... Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Well, can we, can we play something? Well, I'm just like the picture of like a missile launch room that you're not supposed to see that the government has. Right. When you look at the boards and all the devices we have back here, it just looks like overkill for what we're trying to do. <laughs> like this, you know, I swear to God, it looks like we can launch nukes at Right. There should be like three <laughs> on-off buttons, and that's it. Yeah. Not all those buttons and everything, right? Wow. We got <laughs> oh this is God, insane. <laughs> Philip said... Regular screwdriver. Right. Listen, right. if you're watching, uh, appreciate you watch tonight. Don't go anywhere, though, Pete. I know the Eagles game has started, or is starting any second. Hasn't? Yeah, it has. Okay. I know the Eagles game starting. Hang in there with us, because important. Important. not only are we going to announce the winner 
of the of the name Hunters, <laughs> Someone, not Fletchers, Hunters <laughs> series. Um, but we've got a couple more special guests joining us in the next segment. This is going to be really good. Wow. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, Larry the Legend I heard this. It's is here. It's amazing. Is here tonight, sitting out at the bar right now. We're going to invite him on. Uh, maybe he has a spirit guide. Maybe he does. We're going to talk to him about that. Who knows? Uh, Hunter, how do you feel about Larry? Larry he's taught me a lot. He has. a lot from instructional videos from right. him. I know just from beating you guys. A lot of, from a lot of street country. Cred. Straight right. north country fishing. So right. I'm right in Ohio, so it just it transfers over well. Yeah. But Felicia, what are your thoughts about Larry? I think he's cute. He is. He, uh, he is. Really cute. I mean, that <laughs> yes. whole look is coming back right now. Oh, anyway. yeah. The mustache, the afro. I mean, hey, more guys. I think you're right. I think, I, think, I think a lot of men are envious, Pete, of that yeah. style. That, I think you offended that him by saying it's coming back. Because it's co- it never left. Well, right. right. Well, <laughs> never really, really cool people don't follow styles. Right. They stay to their own. Trendsetters. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And when, I think, when, you, when you're feeling romantic... Have wear like uh, a mustache and an afro. Uh, I wouldn't mind him looking like Larry to me to on a date. Sure, that'd be awesome. Wow. <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, the yeah. truth comes out. I Only on Ike Live. I told you you can't lie on that yep. couch. You know the dick. Yeah. I'm bored. Somebody already meme broke Bass Mountain. Got it. I'm going to email. They already sent a meme for that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on the IM board. God, that they're good. That's awesome. Hunter, they're so, so quick. <laughs> they're so quick. Um, all right, Pete, we're going to take a break. All right. I don't know if it's going to be a static shot or whatever it is. Hang in her there. with us when we our last segment. Larry the Legend and spirits and vapors, polar guys. Close. No, he can't. Hold my arms so tight. Oh, all right, ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. No, baby, go back. Oh, 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 oh,
spiked with bite stimulants. Liquid mayhem has been proven to trigger a feeding response in stressed fish. When targeting overfished locations or heavily trafficked areas, liquid mayhem is about enticing, following, hanging on, and getting a fish to boil float to the surface. Liquid Mayhem's water-soluble time-released formula holds on to your lure for up to 30 minutes of fishing, saving valuable time on the water and leaving a scent trail after each cast. Fish see UV light, which is why our unique formulas are dead situations. UV-absorbing plastic baits explode into vivid color. Negative odors like sunblock, bug spray, gasoline, and even our own scent have been known to prevent a fish from striking. Liquid Mayhem effectively masks these odors and replaces them with a more natural shot. You've practiced, planned, prepared. Some days are easy. For every other day, there's Liquid Mayhem. No fish can resist. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust for the perform, repeat. hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. <laughs> 